guys, welcome to or welcome back to Immature. Today we're going to be talking about digital dependency. Let's get right into it. Gianna, it's Shira, it's Samir, and you're listening to Immature. Immature. So let's just, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say let's just address it. Cassie's not right here in the moment. No, it's actually too late. It's too late um, for her. It's too yeah. late for her. And it's I like think she's going to town. I think so. That's what she said. Yeah. Some like it. So yeah. unfortunately, she's not joining us. But that is okay. We will still make. We are still providing content for you, our beloved yeah. listeners. We will not give up on um, providing good and funny and relatable content for all of our listeners all across the land. I love you, Shira. <laughs> <laughs> um, and on that note, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Digital dependency. So before we get into it, I want to talk about the teachers that we interviewed. We purposely interviewed um, teachers that use technology at different levels in their class. Yeah. So we interviewed um, the journalism teacher, Ms. Clevins. My name is Deborah Clevins, and I teach Convergence Journalism 1 through 4, which includes yearbook and newspaper programs. Technology is my class, so um, we use we are always on technology. Um, we use Mac computers and all the different softwares that go along in the Adobe Photoshop suites. For our newspaper, we use a host site called School Newspapers Online. Um, it's a web-based newspaper um, site. And then in yearbook, we use Herf Jones and um, their software. They have eDesign, which is similar to Adobe InDesign. We use Photoshop and stuff like that in Canva. And then we interviewed um, primarily an English teacher, also a journalism teacher, uh, Mrs. Fluchel. Hi, I'm Erin Fluchel. I teach Honors English 2, Convergence Journalism, and AP Lit. I have tried now that we are back in person to shift to doing things in a kinesthetic way or a tactile way when possible, which in English is not always the easiest thing to do. Um, but I think when we can move and move ourselves, move things around, when we can learn through doing, um, not only is it better for processing stuff, but it just gives our brains a break from sitting and staring at a screen. And then we interviewed um, the gym and health teacher, Mrs. Wheeler. Um, hi guys, I'm Mrs. Wheeler. I am a teacher and I teach uh, physical education and health. Um, in PE, we sometimes use heart rate monitors uh, to track our heart rates to see if we're getting it to the target heart rate zone. Um, basically, to see if our cardiovascular exercise is uh, like what the intensity of it is. Other than that, um, technology is not really used in PE. So that's just like an introduction to like why we interviewed which teachers. Um, but yeah, just in general, technology has been progressing at such a fast, a fast rate um, for these past like couple years. Like twenty years ago, compared to now, like the amount of technology that has grown and the like, the rise of technology. I mean, is, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Because when when not even when our parents were kids, like when my when my twenty year old brother, not twenty, he's like twenty twenty six. My twenty one year old brother. Yeah. Like the difference is honestly. Oh my gosh, so he is big. growing up. I know. <laughs> I remember when he was like 17. Stop. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, so um, when my brother went to our high school, um, they did not get their own personal Chromebooks that they got to take home. And then I have another older brother who graduated in 2022, and he um, is 
18, almost 19, and he um, he was the first class who got take-home Chromebooks at the middle school. I think that when, you know, I was in high school many moons ago, it wasn't easy to look up answers or to cheat, right? It was very much a taboo. I don't think it is anymore, and we don't see the severity of it. We don't see that the consequences are not about the immediate assignment. When um, when my brother was in high school, like they didn't have take home computers, like like because my brother's older than Gianna's older brother, so they definitely and they went to the same district for high school. It's so funny that we say this because they're not like they're, that old. They're, they're, they're young. Not, yeah. They're young yeah. people. They're like yeah, they're my brother's in his mid twenties and Gianna's brother's in his early twenties. So it's like they're not like we're not talking about like fifty years ago. Look at now because. We have phones in our pockets. We have watches on our wrists. We got AirPods in our ears. I don't. It's like Fahrenheit 451. <laughs> it's like Fahrenheit, and I do think it's a good comparison to make because Fahrenheit 451, if you don't know, it's a book about um, a world where knowledge is kind of like controlled. All yeah. knowledge is controlled by mass media, and all books are burned because knowledge is forbidden. Yeah. And it's um, a really interesting book, and it's really pertinent to like this topic. Really good. Um. And it talks about just like how much of our lives is our own and how much is controlled by these corporations and by these tech companies that are mm-hmm. essentially manipulating everything in order yeah. to like right. to appeal to us. Appeal right. to us, yeah. It's too much when um, I'm walking around the room and they're supposed to be working on their computer and I turn my back and they have their phone propped up. The problem with my class is that you need your phone. So there's so many benefits to the phone, but there's also so many temptations. Before COVID, so COVID happened like 2020, right? That was over two years ago. Yeah, so before Dang. before um, we all went home and stuff like that, like, yeah, we were on our Chromebooks and like, of course, we wrote essays on computers and stuff like that. But like, we had a lot of like paper. paperwork, like but math what? was all on paper. Yeah. And what? now my math class is all online. Same. We have like limited paper. The paper we use is to take notes and like graphic organizers. I would call myself a tree hugger and I like to prevent the mass copying of paper. So I like to be able to have digital um, uh, assignments and work. However, the addiction of technology in students makes it very challenging to have them stay on task. We're all, we're not saying that we're perfect and that like, right. We are not addicted to technology. No, at I'm all. definitely so I am. addicted. Like yeah. even during this episode, I have checked my phone like three times, and like I'm trying. I I see notifications on there, and I'm uh, like, Shara, don't pick start. up your phone, like leave it there, and don't pick it up or else. I think if I'm thinking about my own kids at home, so I have a six year old and and an eight year old. They are way too dependent on screens, and for them, yeah, my son will do Prodigy for math, but usually it's they want to, you know, play a video game or watch a show. My daughter is overseas right now. She's 16 and she's studying abroad. It doesn't feel like she's so far away because I can FaceTime her. There is this modern convenience that we have, but it also comes with setbacks. Not only depression, but like the uh, body image issues. Right, like, yes, the correlation with We could talk about, that's more about media. social media. Right, yeah. Uh, we, we can get into that into like a different episode, but one thing I do want to say, uh, there's, there's this documentary on Netflix. It's called The Social Dilemma. 
It's Shira's so favorite. good. It's my favorite. Yeah. It's really, really good. It more t- talks about social media, but it still overlaps a little bit um, with. It, it definitely does. Yeah, because all social media addicts are tech addicts because yeah. social media is an app you get on your phone. So, mm-hmm. but it talks about how social media is designed like a game. It's designed to hack into your brain to hijack the dopamine receptors and to make you keep coming mm-hmm. back and keep clicking. You know that feeling when someone likes your post on Instagram and you get that notification. Mm-hmm. And, right. like, and you click on it and like you start to scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll. When, whenever we get a notification, we have that same dopamine release that's very similar to substance abuse. It is very much like a drug addiction because we get all of those different hormones that release um, when we get the pings and the notifications and the likes and the comments and that our brain um, and the wiring um, is very similar if we were to be putting substances into our body that, um, that the connection between a phone addiction and a substance addiction is very similar. I remember um, in the documentary, The Social Dilemma, one of the guys, he was a redhead, that's all I remember, he was, <laughs> he was talking about um, how he was like addicted to like opening up his email and he was like, and he works for Google and he was like, I realized that like the specific colors we used on like yep. the piece of mail is what makes people so addicted to keep wanting to click Whenever on it and check the email. Whenever you see, like, logo colors are so intentionally chosen. Oh, yeah. Right. It's a primal insect. Like, when you look at the color red, you're going to feel a different thing than if you look at the color, like, purple. And different shades. I shape. feel hungry. When you look at red? Yes. That's red, why I- and red and yellow are always the colors that they use for um, fast food places, yeah. with the exception of IHOP, because they use blue and red, um, because it makes you hungry. It makes you want to eat their food. Yeah. yeah no, it, seriously. They, I mean, everything is made with a with a purpose and the same thing goes for technology and social media like everything is made with the purpose to get into your brain and to make you build a tolerance well i'm gonna say like i think like the like when they first started like making this stuff like their intention wasn't to like no. have the whole of the united my, states of america like the whole world addicted to my this dad stuff. tells me all the right. time he talks to me about the days when the internet was like actually a fun place where people would collaborate and share ideas and now it's run by like these big corporations that are making kids addicted and are right. spreading these like um like these like these like bad like this hate speech and like mm. these unrealistic body standards and like right. perpetuating and all this hate and it's all run by like one or two people or like big corporations right like, which are all run by one or two people. Yeah, and it's, it's like a monopoly. Like one or two main corporations that control the entire media. Yeah. Um, especially and, like technology. Yeah, and right. they're, like, they're like monopolizing it and then right. you don't get any other, like you only see the world through, te- through their eyes mm-hmm. and not through anyone else's eyes. My personal opinion, I think that the harms outweigh the benefits. To, to create a yearbook page, what we used to have to do is we used to have to tag every single physical picture, put it in an envelope before we'd send it off. Um, so it's nice to have technology. However, um, it can also be a hindrance. I think that social media and technology just in general has not benefited our society no. as much as it's harmed it. And I, I think like there are so many things that we couldn't do and I'm not saying that we need to get rid of it because of course I'm addicted. Yeah. So. Um, like we need it. Like I'm f- I want to find a cure for all these different things. Yeah. Like, and obviously, um, we can't like we can't 
change the entire world. We can't just say everyone get off your phones and they'll all obey us. But like you can start by you can start by changing everyone, everyone get, get off, off your, your phone. Throw your phone into the nearest lake or river yeah. or after you like all of our Instagram posts. Like, yes. like all like of our all Instagram, of our Instagram posts, posts. And then listen we to will all be, of our episodes. We will be coming around and like you can leave them at your door, but we've got like all this goodwill in our hearts that we'll that we'll, allows us we'll to take your come. phones. We will take your phones, your for computers, you. your iPads, especially all, MacBooks. All the technology. I, I'll take those. <laughs> we'll leave, leave, leave them all at the door. We'll come by, pick them up. And then you're don't, cured. don't you worry. And you're cured. You're cured. You're welcome. You're we won't be, but you'll be. Yeah, exactly. If we're like zooming into school, though, I know a lot yeah. of, um, a lot of. Um, kids are on their phones when the teacher is talking, and they have their AirPods in when right. the teacher is talking. They try and hide an AirPod in their ear all the time so that they can listen to endless hours of music while I'm trying to talk. And they're like, well, I, I operate better if I can listen to music. I'm like, no, no, you can't. You're not attentive to anything if you're dividing your focus on everything. I th personally think, okay, schools are not going to, like, not allow kids to bring their phones to school, but I yeah. think that they shouldn't allow AirPods at school. They're a big distraction, and I am, like, problem group number one. More and more kids are, like, becoming, are having ADHD or getting diagnosed mm -hmm. with ADHD. You know I'm think, one of them. You know what I think is kind of to blame to that? I think TikTok, Technology. TikTok, specifically That's TikTok, exactly what I was gonna say. has a yeah. really big impact. TikTok, Instagram Reels, even YouTube, stuff like that. Um, kids are so used to like instantaneously being interested. Yeah. It's the kind of a weird comparison to make, but like you can like on the radio, songs are getting shorter and shorter and they're getting more and more tailored for radio play. Like yeah. songs will start off with the hook. Like the, yeah. there won't be a verse anymore. Like it'll just be the chorus. And that's, yeah. that's for a reason because our attention spans are getting shorter and shorter and shorter that people are... Or songwriters and artists are just trying to maximize radio play to get money to get people interested so that, that they'll keep streaming it by giving them that giving them yeah. that instant gratification. I don't e I don't even see kids outside anymore. Yeah, and it's mm -hmm. so sad. I'm especially talking about like teenagers though. Yeah. Like teens don't go outside as much we as they don't probably should either. We don't outside at all. We're I think it's gonna be more detrimental to like the gen alphas what they're calling it but like the kids born like after 2000 yeah because if we're bad imagine how our kids are gonna be i am not ready for my kid at like age four to be like mom everyone has mom dad to be like dad everyone has like the iphone like 40 can i please get it it's it's yeah. like it's, it's super simple and just gets installed into your brain stem and like you can see <laughs> it, it. i just need to get the surgery for the chip in my head Don't no but worry. i'm not, I'm not ready for that to happen and, like yeah. that sounds outlandish that that would be a thing but like at the rate technology is progressing if we yeah. continue at this rate lord knows what'll happen yeah. in like in like when we when we become parents one of the youngest congresswomen we have is aoc and she's great i'm not criticizing her but like i i just think that she's so young like yeah. she's just 33 years old right but like that's so young and then i heard this like on the news about a year ago but i can't remember what her name is but She's also a congresswoman, and she was born in, like, the 1990s, like, 1990. She's a millennial. Yeah, she's a millennial. Yeah. We've never had a millennial in Congress. Like, that's the first ever millennial. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is crazy. Yeah. And it scares me because I was talking to Ms. Borgsmiller. We interviewed her once. And she's like, yeah, even I'm, like, addicted to technology. And Ms. Borgsmiller... Yeah. I mean, she's not old, not super young, but like she's definitely not old. Yeah. No. At school, I'm really good about like my phone is always away. I'm not on 
because I'm on my email, um, <laughs> which is for work. Um, but at home, no, I definitely will like get sucked in. And um, like, she, she's not obviously not Gen Z. She's if she's addicted to tech- technology, like imagine AOC yeah, or like what is this government... new Congresswoman. Like what? AOC, I mean, she's amazing, and like yeah. I think she's she has a lot of great priorities, but. You can see on her Instagram, like, she's on there a lot. She posts a lot of stories, like... What is a government of tech addicts going to do? Right. Yeah, another thing is, like, our beliefs change based on what we see. Yeah. And what we see is curated by what, like, our friends see. When you're swiping through Instagram, like, the amount of time that you spend looking at each post is recorded and it is put through... That is so crazy to me because I'll be like, oh, I don't really want this on my... (laughs) On, on my, my floor feed, page, yeah. on my feet at all, because it's embarrassing. So I don't like it. But, but that, then I that's like not really doing anything. I stare at it for a little, too, a little too long. In technology, it is so it's and it's so easy to spread like hate speech. It's so easy mm, to perpetuate yeah. all this hate because fake news spreads like wildfire. Fake news spreads faster than real news. Like no seriously, there's a reason like why those these like celebrity headlines like oh X celebrity did this with Y celebrities husband or whatever and, it, and it's yeah. not even true at all mm-hmm. and it spreads across the whole internet and everyone's like tweeting and posting and talking about it um and it's, it also has like developed this culture of like things happen and they disappear like right. there's like trends appear and they are like take over the world for like a week and then they go away right i completely agree and tiktok has also uh, contributed to that like tiktok trends have like they skyrocket and they bring all these like or like a popular sound on TikTok made by an artist who mm-hmm. got popular on the platform. Like they get all this fame from that one song, from that 15 second clip of the song that they posted on TikTok, they get all this fame. And then what happens? Like right. the, the trend dies and then their career, like their, their career goes downhill. And this, this is the first generation of artists and um, like people that are getting famous from social media. This is the first generation of that. So we yeah. don't know if their careers will, are sustainable. Like Charlie D'Amelio. Like, she got famous for doing TikTok dances in her room. She was on Ellen. She went to the Met Gala. Right. She has her own, like, makeup brand, I think, and her own clothing brand, and she has products. She's she got has, a show. She's, she's got, got a show. Like, Keeping Up with Dang. the Kardashians. Yeah. From, from TikTok. That could be a whole episode. Like, this, like, the sustainability of TikTok and Instagram stars. Like, are their careers sustainable? Like, are they... that Like, it's... Like, because we don't know. Because this is the first yeah. generation of them that we had. Like, we haven't really had influencers before, before social media existed technology is like making it hard to read people because we don't read people enough yeah we don't have enough practice facetime is nice and being able to connect with people is nice but i nothing, love face but nothing can be oh, like we know <laughs> nothing can be like this like physically being in, i mean even this we have technology in front of us but like yeah. physically being in a room having a conversation with people like it's rare to have people who do that like people who when I like when you hang out with them, they're not like on their phone. A lot of times, students will rely on emails for interviews. I want them to have the life skills of the social interaction. So, in that sense, that's a challenge um, because they're very fearful to have human contact. This podcast would not be possible without technology. So be thankful, guys. So everyone say thank you, technology. <laughs> we love our phones and drama, and, and also your phones. So <laughs> hand, hand them over. over. Hand them over. Ship them to us. Ship them to us. Um, um, our addresses are in the bio. <laughs> each individual address. Each individual. Pick your favorite and send us your pick. Pick the closest. It should be my house for all of them. <laughs> And send them over. And send them over. We'll cover the cost of shipping. Shira and I are... No, we won't. <laughs> no, we won't. Yeah, Shira and Jenna look right next to each other. Anyways, anyways. Moral of the story is... 
We need all of your technology. <laughs> Our addresses are in the bio. <laughs> uh, no, but technology, the way it is, isn't going to change. It's going to progress, and you're just going to have to fight against the urge to that's it has to be you it's 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 a stark future but it's true we want to give a big thank you to all the teachers for letting us interview yes. them it was miss wonderful miss clevins and miss wheeler we really appreciate it thank you yes. it was really important to you get, made we, the whole episode no but yeah it was really important that we got teachers perspective because yeah. i feel like if we're only talking from our point of view then yeah but yeah, yeah i think just like knowing like what the teachers think about it and how it truly affects them in yeah. their everyday lives personally it and really helps to put it in perspective to us yes. as well because honestly we relate to them more than we think we do yeah anyways thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and thank you to the teachers again for all of this and um if you want to give us any suggestions for our next episodes you can dm us on instagram at immature podcast or you can send in a voice memo at anchor.fm slash immature podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Bye. Bye. Have a wonderful day.